Hi, good evening. My name is Solan Kunde. I'm a member of I read the whole Bible every year. Today's reading comes from the book of Jeremiah chapter 26 to 29. I would like to share with you what I learned from today's reading. And I pray that what I share gives an accurate account of God's word and that it blesses you. Thank you all for being here. And God bless you as you listen to the sound of my voice to share an accurate account of God's word. But before I go into it, let's just pray together. Lord, we thank you for today. We bless your name, O Lord, for what you are doing in our lives and what you are going to do, Lord. For it's honor, glory, and honor to you in Jesus' name. Father, Lord, as we go into your word right now, let it be an accurate account of your word. Let's not let us not share what is going to mislead. Thank you because you've done it, O Lord. All those that are sick, divinely, let's be their portion in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, anybody passing through one challenge or the other, today I restore peace back into their life in the name of Jesus. Just like you said in John 14, 27, that let not our heart be troubled. Father, that peace will be restored back into their life in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you've done it, O Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Jeremiah, summary of Jeremiah 26 to 29, chapter 26. God told Jeremiah to stand in the temple court and to preach a message to all the cities of Judah and all those who come to worship in the Lord's house. It was important that Jeremiah say everything God told him to say. God would want Jeremiah, God wanted Jeremiah to preach the message with the hope that they might listen. God told Jeremiah to warn the people what would happen if they did not listen in the sense of not if they did not listen in the sense of not hearing and obeying. When Jeremiah prophesied about the coming destruction of the temple and quest of Jerusalem, most people thought he was disloyal to Judah and all that happened at the temple. Perhaps they thought that he wanted these things to happen. Jeremiah's message was bad news about Jerusalem, that judgment was on the way. Therefore, the priests and the prophets and the people who felt he was against the city and a traitor to Jerusalem. They believed that Jerusalem, Jeremiah dangerously weakened Murah and helped the cause of those who threatened Jerusalem. Jeremiah made it clear that his ministry and his message were not a matter of choice. This was God's command, and he only did what God sent him to do. Jeremiah was on trial for his life, yet he still courageously spoke his message. Their only hope was that God might relent from the promised judgment in response to their repentance. In a remarkable way, Jeremiah put the message God gave him above and before his personal safety. Jeremiah did not only have the threat from the prophets and the priests, but also from the people. God wants us that way. The way He sends us His message, as the way it should be delivered, we shouldn't add, start putting our own words. God does not like it at all. Jeremiah chapter 27. God wanted Jeremiah to use visual aids in His prophetic word. He was to make bonds and leather straps used to secure yokes. A yoke was wood that went under and above the neck of a large animal 
no they are like just trying to explain what a yoke is for you people to understand it God told Jeremiah to speak to a gathering of messengers from the kings of the surrounding they came to meet with King Zedekiah of Judah to plot a revolt against Nebuchadnezzar rule against Nebuchadnezzar rule over them Jeremiah probably spoke before them wearing the bonds and yoke giving them a fit message to take back to their kings the messengers were to bring this word from Yahweh the covenant government of Israel back to their master God wanted them to know that rebellion against Babylon was senseless because the organizer would remain in power over them and he would do it because God gave it to him through Jeremiah God warned the kings of the of the region that they should submit to the denomination of the king of Babylon if they did not God himself would punish them with the sword the famine and the pestilence through the hand of Nebuchadnezzar just like the kings of Judah the kings of the surrounding nations had prophets and such who told them that Babylon would be turned back and would not conquer them God warned the kings do not listen to them for they prophesy a lie to you God did not send these false prophets yet he also did not stop them he allowed them so that the people and the ruler of Judah would have a genuine choice between the false and the truth if they choose the false God would use it to drive them out of the land and to perish both the people and the prophet God promised that if they did respond to the messages to the message of bonds and yokes God would allow them to escape the false exile that Babylonians often impose. God has always warned us about these false prophets. Some people just come, prophesy false things, and use the name of God to lie. No, that's just what this chapter 27 is warning us about right now. We should be mindful of the false prophet that comes to use the name of God to lie. Because, like God said here, if we listen to them, he will use it to drive us you know he's talking about the children of Israel but we also put it in our daily lives if you listen to the false prophets and do what they do you are also committing sin against God that ends chapter 27 chapter 28 Zedekiah was the puppet king put on the throne of Judah by Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon in this season Nebuchadnezzar was distracted by problems in other parts of his empire Judah and some of the surrounding nations thought it was a smart time to rebel against what seems to be weakening king of Babylon. You know, in chapter 27, the prophet, the prophet spoke to a gathering of representatives of this kingdom who came to Zedekiah to plot their strategy. Ayanara spoke in the name of the Lord, contradicting the message of Jeremiah recorded in the previous chapter. Jeremiah said they would be under the yoke of the kingdom of Babylon. Ananiah said the Lord had broken the yoke. Jeremiah responded publicly to Ananiah. Ananiah had publicly contradicted him, essentially calling Jeremiah a false prophet. You can see a false prophet is calling the real prophet of God a false prophet. But you know, Jeremiah was just um, silent. And Jeremiah said, did not believe this, but he began by agreeing. He just agreed with him. And he also wished that his words were to come to pass. But Jeremiah knew he was misleading the people. Apparently, some days or weeks later, he walked the temple court, still wearing the yoke, 
and as a public illustration of his prophecy and I had it like the message of the yoke. So he took it from Jeremiah and broke it. And I said, this is the name. He said, and I said this in the name of the Lord. He illustrated this message that he revolted against Nebuchadnezzar would succeed by breaking the yoke and explaining the meaning of the broken yoke. Again, giving a time measure for it to happen. Jeremiah felt it important to rightly and publicly tell that whatever his intentions, he was a false prophet. This was God's message to Anaya. He gave him a time measure for his prophecy. So God gave him a measure, a time measure in return. You know, he, gave, he said it's going to happen in so time. God responded with him, with his own time, that Anaya would die within the year. And he did. It's impossible to say what Anaya's intention were, but it is not impossible to measure the effect of his life. Whether he meant it so or not, he touched rebellion, he touched rebellion against the Lord. And God would stop him from continuing to do so. As I like I always let people know, God does not want any man to share his glory. So definitely, if you try to take God's glory, he is going to his wrath will fall upon you. Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29 contains a letter from Jeremiah written as the Lord's prophet to the exile in Babylon. It was especially directed to the leaders. The remainder of the elders of the Jewish community. This letter was a valid and true expression of Jeremiah's prophetic office, even though it was written and not spoken. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And God bless you. Please join me next week, Saturday, as we continue in the book. Of, we are still in the book of Jeremiah. So please join me. And um, you know, you as you listen to it, every time you will be blessed. And I pray for you that we will all be the doer of God's word. Just like this scripture is saying, we should listen and obey. We shouldn't just be the hearer and not obey this word. And we should be very of false prophet. False prophecy comes in to destroy our lives. We should be careful with it because I have experienced it. A lot of false prophecy that has come in. But you know, thank God for God being God that he has rescued me and I pray also that he also rescue you in Jesus name. Thank you all and God bless.